The Trivia Hot Seat is a one-of-a-kind experience brought to you by the Pub Trivia Experience Podcast. 45 minutes, one time out, and an endless barrage of trivia questions. It's time to see how our next contestant fares. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris and we are here tonight for another Hot Seat episode in round two of the Pub Trivia Experience's Hot Seat. And we are joined tonight by Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy, my friend, how you doing? What you drinking? I'm doing fantastic. It's a great Sunday. I am drinking a glass of uh, Smart People Juice. It's a... Uh, <laughs> a- <laughs> it's a barrel-aged Chardonnay from Huber Winery. I don't usually have wine on this show, but uh, I needed something not carbonated for this experience, I think. Uh, like I said, it's a barrel-aged Chardonnay from Huber Winery. That's a, it's an Indiana winery from over near Louisville. Uh, drinking it in a Woodmill Winery glass, which is uh, one, of the, one of our favorite uh, wineries that my wife and I visited over the summer in Lincoln County, North Carolina. So Ooh. that's where she's from. Shout out to uh, Lincolnton folks. And uh, yeah, it's just a really nice, it, it reminds me of like a buttery Chardonnay, but it's a little lighter, a little easier to drink. So, Wow, that actually really sounds nice. good. So I know, I know, I know North Carolina's got a pretty good uh, wine mm-hmm. uh, selection. They've got a pretty good reputation. I don't know how Indiana is for a uh, reputation for wine. Depends on where you go. Uh, there's a lot more, a lot more availability of sweet wines, but I feel like that's probably most places. They have, they have a. There's a lot of sweet wines available. Okay. Uh, Huber is probably one of the one of the biggest wineries, and they have a they have a little bit more dry selection. They they actually have a, a fantastic tawny port that I drank a few weeks ago with some friends, uh, and that was a really great experience. I love a good love a good port. But this is a this is semi-dry, I would say, for a white. I'm not a big white drinker, but this is really good for me. I like it. You see, I'm not a, I am not a big uh, white drinker. I prefer my reds. I st- usually try to stick to my cabs, or I'll even have a Malbec here and there. But Yeah, Malbec's um, one of my favorites. I do. I like Malbec. Um, I really like my, my American cabs, especially like the, the California, Oregon, and Washington cabs, I think are great. Florida, terrible wine, just absolutely terrible. Not a fan of our wine selection here at all, except for the San Sebastian Winery out in uh, St. Augustine has a a red Been blend. There. It's fantastic. It is right, like it's legitimately a good winery. It's been several years since my trip to. Uh, gosh, that must, I think that was our ten year anniversary. We went to Daytona and spent some time in St. Augustine. Went to San Sebastian. We went to the distillery there, yeah. uh, which was. Really, it was it's a pretty young distillery. It was when we were there, uh, but they had some really good wines. I had the gin at the distillery. The gin there was pretty good. I, I like. I do love St. Augustine, but uh, we are not here to talk about. Well, we are here a little bit to talk about alcohol. It's kind of part of the show, <laughs> but we're really here to play some trivia. So, Jeremy, you've listened to the hot seat before. You missed the boat last time, but we're here for round two. You've got 45 minutes on the clock. You get one timeout. You can use it whenever you want. Now, because you can't see the screen periodically, I will just throw out an estimate for roughly how many time, how much time you have remaining. You can call that timeout whenever you want. But this is going to be an endless barrage of trivia questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Jeremy, your time will begin after I read your first question. 
Here we go. What film critic gave out Golden Thumb Awards at his annual Overlooked Film Festival? Film critics. I'm not very, very well versed on those, but I'm going to have to guess Siskel or Ebert. I'll say I'll say Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert is correct. Which of these famous women was beheaded? Marie Antoinette, Joan of Arc, or Eleanor of Aquitaine? Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette is correct. In 2010, the Pentagon estimated that what poor nation is home to roughly $1 trillion in untapped precious minerals? Oh, gosh. Um, Can you read that question one more time? Of course. In 2010, the Pentagon estimated that which poor nation is home to roughly $1 trillion in untapped precious minerals? So, untapped minerals, that leads me to think either someplace really big like China or, gosh, what's coming to mind is like blood diamonds in Africa or something. And, and that's that's really where my mind went first. So, without thinking too much, I'll just say Zimbabwe. Uh, not a bad guess. The correct answer is actually Afghanistan. Oh, wow. The movies Spider-Man and Breakfast at Tiffany's both feature what cinematic cliche? Not great at those either. Uh, how about a Dutch angle? I think that's a thing, right? Uh, the Dutch tilt is a thing. The answer they're looking for, though, is kissing in the rain. Uh, okay. I haven't seen Breakfast with Tiffany, so. <laughs> in performing Darth Vader's stunts, Bob Anderson called on his skills as what Olympic athlete? What event did he compete in? Wow, I'm not, a, not familiar with any uh, force-related Olympic sports. Fencing. Fencing is correct. Yes. In 2012, the Girl Scouts marked their 100th anniversary with what new cookie named for their founder's hometown? Oh, man. <sighs> Was it called a Savannah? Because I'm pretty sure she was from Savannah, Georgia. I will need more information. Oh, man. Oh, geez. I don't know if I can get more specific than that. Uh, I'm not good with Girl Scout cookies. And, you know, you live in certain parts of the country where the names are a little bit different. Uh, They change them for different places. But I think there's something, a Savannah... I don't know. Savannah Sandy, I guess. Oh, you're so close. They're called Savannah Smiles. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of those. I got to some, I got to Savannah, so I feel good about that. You're good. Theodore Roosevelt National Park is located on the former site of the President's Elkhorn Lodge in what U.S. state? Where was his Elkhorn Lodge? Elkhorn Ranch. I apologize. I think he spent a fair amount of time in Montana. I'm going to say Montana. Not a bad guess, but the correct answer is North Dakota. Uh, right which, which of these states is longer from east to west than it is from north to south? Is it Georgia, Rhode Island, or Nebraska? 
definitely Montana, uh, but <laughs> in this case, Nebraska. Nebraska is a correct answer. What department of the U.S. federal government has the authority to issue passports? Passports. I'm going to say the State Department. State Department is correct. Kiddingly referred to as the only food that is made backwards, Edam, E-D-A-M, is a type of what? Heard of this. Uh, Gosh, made backwards? So that makes me think of something that's like the ingredient is cooked before it's assembled. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Granola bar? Incorrect. You heard this on a previous episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. Edom is a type of cheese. Oh, yes. Oh, geez. Now considered a classic teen comedy, the 1995 cl- uh, film Clueless is loosely based on what classic novel? It's based on a novel. I was thinking it was based on Shakespeare, but that's probably 10 things I hate about you. Neither of these movies have I seen, unfortunately. Uh, I feel like... I feel like it's Jane Austen. I'm leaning... I'm going to lean... Maybe it's a mistake, but I'm going to lean away from Pride and Prejudice and say Sense and Sensibility. Not a bad guess. The correct answer, though, is Emma. Oh, okay. Helping campus-bound kids since 1996, which bit of numerical jargon is a tax-friendly college savings plan? Mm, Can you read that one more time? Helping campus-bound kids since 1996, which bit of numerical jargon is a tax-friendly college savings plan? Oh, yeah, that's a 529 plan. A 529 plan is correct. The coldest NFL game in history, the 1967 championship Ice Bowl, was played where? Leads me to a northern team. I'm thinking either Soldier Field or Lambeau. What year was that again? 1967. I don't know why I asked. That's not going to help me. <laughs> uh, I'll say, I'll say Chicago because I don't know if Soldier Field was around back then. Uh, Soldier Field, Chicago is not a correct answer. It was Lambeau Field. Oh, the other one. During the 2010 BP oil spill, oil gushed into the Gulf of Mexico for a total of how many days? Within five, either way. Within five. So that makes me think, kind of game theory, that it's going to be a larger number. And I really don't remember for sure. I know it took them a while to stop it. I'll say... I'll say 15 and hope the spread gets me there. That might be completely wrong. Unfortunately, I wish it was that short. It spilled in for 86 days. Wow. Which of these animal terms comes from a Latin word meaning to gnaw, rodent, weasel, or ferret? 
Rodent, weasel, or ferret? I can't really comment a whole lot about any of them as far as the root. I know ferret is another another word. You use that for like digging around for something. You ferret around for it. Uh, but I don't know if that has anything to do with the root of the word. Rodent, weasel, or ferret. Um, I'll, I'll say rodent just because they're. I feel like they're more known for chewing. Rodent is correct. Nicely done. You've got roughly 36 minutes left. As host of The Tonight Show, Johnny Carson famously ended his monologue by pretending to do what? Uh, swing a golf club, I think. Swing a golf club is a correct answer. Eric Clapton wrote the classic hit Layla as a love song to what rock star's wife? Oh, no. That wasn't awkward at all, I bet. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That time period. Let's see, Layla. That would have been in the probably the mid-70s, late-70s, something like that. Um, It's British, so that leads me... I'm going to say probably not Yoko Ono. That doesn't feel right. Uh, you want the husband or the wife? I'm looking for the husband. The husband. Okay. So for some reason, the name that's coming to mind is George Harrison. I don't know if that's going to be right or not, but I'll say George Harrison. George Harrison is correct. Nicely done. Wow. I stumbled into that one. Which of these wines is not considered a vino tinto? Is it a Malbec, a Riesling, or a Merlot? Vino Tinto. That makes me think of wine with color. So the only white on that list was Riesling. Riesling is correct. Nicely done. Which of these cable networks focuses on music and not movies? AMC, Bravo, or CMT? CMT. Country Music Television is correct. I'm glad you didn't include MTV on that list. I thought about it. Which of these (laughs) organizations holds a massive get-together every four years called a jamboree? Is it the Boy Scouts of America, the NRA, or the Church of Scientology? Well, in this class, in in this case, I'm, I'm glad you didn't say Girl Scouts because I would have had to debate about that one. That's the Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts is correct. Meaning guitar in Italian... The chitara is a string device used by chefs to do what? String device used by chefs. I'm going to say that's used to cut pasta or make pasta. That is a correct answer. Cut pasta is correct. Though it doesn't contain egg or cream, an egg cream traditionally contains which ingredient? We're looking for a, uh, a liquid. A liquid. Doesn't contain egg or cream. I'm going to say soda water. Soda. I'm actually going to give it to you. Seltzer water is what they're looking for, but you're right there. In Greek mythology, who succeeded in killing Achilles? Oh, gosh. I think this was on a recent episode, too. Uh, Was it Hector? I'm not real familiar with the story. Hector is not correct. It was Paris. Paris, okay. What branch of the U.S. military was founded the most recently? Founded most recently. Founded most recently. 
I mean, the obvious answer is Space Force. If that's not what you're looking for, then it would. I think it would have to be the Air Force, but I'll say Space Force. I actually have both written down here. The answer that was originally provided was Air Force, but the Space Force is newer, obviously. <laughs> Ibophobia, A-I-B-O-H-P-H-O-B-I-A, which reads the same forwards and backwards, is a fear of what? That is a fear of, crap, what's the word? Am I going to know what it is and not be able to come up with the word? <laughs> oh, man. I hate it when this happens. It, it's the fear of it, it's words that are spelled the same backwards and forwards. But what's that called? Shoot. Uh, I'm not going to come up with it. And I just heard my wife say it in the other room. So I'm not going to not going <laughs> to. She's not allowed to help me. I'm trying to make sure she knows that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, she was correct. It was a palindrome. She was, yes. Honest, I don't think I would have gotten there anyway. That's all right. Every once in a while, you have a question that you just you know the answer to it, but it's just it's stuck in there and it's not going to come. And that was one of those. Just rest assured that somewhere there's a listener in their car driving down the road screaming palindrome for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Probably Mike Mott. Probably. Moving on. On a standard bingo card, the free space is in the column beneath which letter? Uh, the letter N. That is correct. In 2008, Eva Longoria opened a Los Angeles-based restaurant named Beso, B-E-S-O, which is Spanish for what? Uh, gosh, I'm not good with Spanish. How about uh, best? I don't think I'm going to get anywhere else with that. Not a bad guess. The correct answer is kiss. In uh, okay. pool, if you accidentally shoot the cue ball into a pocket, what have you done? Scratched. You have scratched. That is correct. Until it was discovered to be toxic, asbestos was commonly used in buildings to guard against what? Pretty much everything. Uh, they used asbestos in a lot of stuff. Uh, I know it was used in roofing shingles uh, and siding on the houses. But what is it? it what is it used to protect material. against? What, what's the primary uh, use of it? Primary protective purpose. Uh, I'll say weather. Uh, the answer we're looking for is fire. Actually, fire. Okay. Giving her a radiant halo called an ore- aureole. Sorry about that. How many rays shoot out from the Statue of Liberty's crown? Okay, I've heard this. I'm thinking that's either going to be... I'm trying to think of what is the logical answer here. Because I know, I know I've heard this, but I don't think I'm, it's not coming to mind immediately. We're talking Liberty. Then it's either, I think it's, I feel like it's either going to be 13 for the original 13 colonies or maybe 10 for the Bill of Rights. And the answer that feels better between the two is 10. So I'll say 10. Unfortunately, not a correct answer. We're looking for seven. Seven. Okay. Between 2006 and 2009, actor Justin Long appeared in a series of TV ads speaking what memorable line when introducing himself? I am a Mac. I am a Mac is correct. Quote, unquote, not really a waitress. OPI is a leading brand of what? 
Uh, I'll start by saying cosmetics, but I can be a little more specific than that. My wife and I were just talking about the uh, this the other day. If you need something more specific, then I'd say nail polish. Nail polish is what I'm looking for. Nicely done. You've got a little over 28 minutes remaining here, Jeremy. The family drama Seventh Heaven launched the acting career of which of these Hollywood starlets? Is it Scarlett Johansson, Myla Kunis, or Jessica Biel? Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel is correct. Which of the following familiar words is derived from a Latin word that means the meeting point of three ways? Is it fork, trivia, or model? Uh, I think that's actually... You cut out there. Say that again. Oh, I, I think it's trivia. Trivia is correct. Which of these celebrities was born in Cuba? Ricky Martin, Enrique Iglesias, or Gloria Estefan? Uh, let's see. So it's Ricky Martin, Enrique Iglesias, and Gloria Estefan. Gloria Estefan, I think I associate more closely with Puerto Rico. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Enrique Iglesias. Unfortunately, incorrect. The correct answer is Gloria Estefan. Oh, neck bait. Considering, considered the opposite of sexy, women's underwear that comes up to the waist is slang, slangingly referred to as what? Uh, let's see. I've got two things in mind, but given your description, I'm going to say granny panties. Granny panties is correct, and I do not want to be there when you explain that question and that answer to your wife later. <laughs> because the government requires it, most enriched grain products in the U.S. are fortified with what? Fortified with what? I'm going to say I know there's a lot of products that are fortified with vitamins and minerals. Are you looking, are you looking for a specific ingredient or just specific generally ingredient. Like mineral specific ingredient? Uh, I'm going to say iron. Not a bad guess. I had no idea here. The correct answer is folic acid. Okay. The German company Wusthof is primarily known as a maker of high-end what? W-U-S-T-H-O-F. Heard of it. And I'm leaning towards the kitchen. I might be completely wrong, but I'm going to say high-end uh dishes oh you're in the right area they're high-end kitchen knives high-end kitchen knives. oh i almost said kitchen knives i was like dishes pots and pans or kitchen knives and i i was between those three not a bad guess you got 25 minutes remaining what member of congress is also an obgyn who claims to have delivered more than four thousand babies sorry let me rephrase this former member of Congress, and former presidential candidate. Uh, did you Wait, did you say former member of Congress or current member of Congress? Uh, former member of Congress. Former member of Congress. That's a great question. It sounds really familiar, and I feel like it was a Democratic candidate. And if that's the case, the only names that I can remember are Hillary Clinton and the other guy. So how about uh, Hillary Clinton, even though I know that's wrong? Uh, That's not correct. The answer we're looking for is Ron Paul. Quote. Not a Democrat either. Nope. Okay. Pretty far from it. 
quote, two small antelopes can beat a big one, unquote, is a traditional proverb in which of these countries? Indonesia, Guatemala, or Ghana? Pretty sure Ghana is the only one of those that would have antelopes, so I'll say Ghana. Ghana is correct. Claire Danes won an Emmy for playing Temple Grandin, a real-life autism advocate and expert in what field? Autism advocate. I know the name. Um, I don't think I could tell you what that person did. Um... Talking about autism, then I'll go with neuroscience. Uh, not a bad guess. Unfortunately, uh, this t- this one took a little bit of a left turn. It's animal behavior. Wow. Yeah, that's a left turn. It is. In 1956, Chuck Williams opened the first Williams-Sonoma store in what state? What was the year again? The year was 1956. 1956, okay. For some reason... Oh, wait. William Sonoma. Is that going to be Sonoma as in Sonoma, California? I'll say California. You picked up on the clue. Nicely done. California is a correct answer. Roughly 23 minutes remaining. Established in 1990, the James Beard Foundation Awards... Recognizes excellency in what field? Uh, cooking or chef, uh, an excellent chef. That is correct, and that is a former P- pub trivia experience question that actually just aired on the episode that we released today. Moving on here, which of these foreign automobile brands translates as "quote unquote" the people's car in its country of origin? Is it Volkswagen, Fiat, or Kia? took German in high school. It's absolutely. Okay, you cut out there again, but I think I heard you say you took German in high school. I assume you're going Volkswagen. Absolutely, Volkswagen. All right, Volkswagen is a correct answer. Moving on. Signed into law by Bill Clinton in 2000, the federal legal limit for blood alcohol content while driving is what? Ooh. That's a great question. Don't drink and drive, people. Uh, I'm going to say 0.8%. Incorrect. It's actually 0.08. Okay, yeah. In the film About a Boy, Hugh Grant's character lives off of the royalties from what one-hit-wonder Christmas song? Sorry, you cut out there. What was the question again? In About a Boy, Hugh Grant's character lives off the royalties from what one-hit wonder Christmas song? This is another movie that I haven't seen. Uh, Can you tell me, is it a real song, or is it a song that they made for the movie? I cannot provide any hints. Okay. Uh, How about All I Want for Christmas is You? Unfortunately, not a correct answer. It is a fake song. It is called Santa's Super Slay. That was never happening. At the end of the 1953 film Shane, what does the little boy famously yell at Shane as he rides off into the sunset? What was the year on that movie again? 1953. 
1953. So this is going to be a pretty iconic line. Uh, not familiar with the movie. Nothing is immediately coming to mind. Um, how about when are you coming back? Something like that. I don't know. Oh, you're so close. It's a two-word phrase, and the phrase is come back. Oh, man. Wow. So close. That sentiment felt appropriate. It just <laughs> felt right. Here we go. We're going to keep going here. Great Britain's Chancellor of the Exchequer is the equivalent to the what? you? Sorry, is equivalent to what U.S. cabinet position? Chancellor of the Exchequer. Chancellor of the Chancellor of the Exchequer. I think that would be. Gosh, I wish I knew cabinet positions better. Um, I think Exchequer. I believe that's going to have something to do with finance. Is the head of the Fed a cabinet position? I feel like it's not, but I'm not sure, and I don't think there is. Oh, head of the Treasury. Head of the Treasury Department. I'll give it to you. Secretary of the Treasury is what we're looking for, but I will Secretary give it to you. Secretary of the Treasury. Yeah. Ellen DeGeneres typically kicks off episodes of her popular daytime talk show by doing what? I believe she's dancing. Dancing is correct. Silver studded outfits and wide brimmed hats are commonly worn by what type of musical group? Uh, silver studded outfits, wide brimmed hats. That makes me think of a mariachi group. Mariachi is correct. In comic strips, what letters are depicted on bottles that show alcohol? Uh, XXX. XXX is correct. A little over 17 minutes remaining. Trial lawyers often refer to the false expectation that a witness will confess under cross-examination as what? False. You said that was a false assumption that a witness will confess under cross-examination? Correct. Uh, I don't know. The law and order fallacy? I feel like they always do that on that show. Oh, you're so close. you got to go a little bit older. It's actually <laughs> called Perry Mason Syndrome. You're in the right place again, though. Here we go. Like graffiti, scratch CD is a form of what misconduct? Uh, vandalism. Vandalism is correct. Name for a nearby embassy, the renowned Spanish Steps are a tourist attraction not in Spain, but in what European city? I believe that's in Rome. Rome is correct. The Obama girls attended Sidwell Friends, a D.C. school founded by a member of what religious group? What was the name of the school again? Sidwell Friends. S-I-D-W-E-L-L. Sidwell Friends. I'm not familiar with the name. Um, are you looking for... So, my first thought, I know, I, I, I know Obama was... Christian. So my first thought is just to say Christian. Are you looking for something more specific? Yes, yeah, so you're looking like for something Methodism more specific. A specific group of Christianity is what we're looking for. Specific group of Christians. Uh, okay, I'm going to say if you're looking for specific denominations, I'll, I'll say AME. Go with that. 
you cut out there. Say that again. Uh, I'll say AME. I think that's uh, African Methodist Episcopal or something. Not a bad guess. The correct answer, though, is Quakers. Quakers. Okay. Yeah, my mind was not going that direction. In a memorable gaffe, the late Senator Ted Stevens famously referred to what technology as a quote-unquote series of tubes? Sounds really interesting. Hopefully I can give you an interesting answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather give you a correct answer. How about a series of tubes? The name's not familiar, although this 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 sounds kind of familiar to me, but I, I don't know that it's coming how about uh how about television oh not a bad guess but he actually referred to the internet as a series of tubes let's see here because of the way it looks sneezing into the crook of your arm is famously called a what a dab uh actually not a bad guess it's actually called a dracula sneeze oh gotcha in 1935, what accounting firm began its long-running tradition of tallying votes for the Academy Awards? Oh, no. Who does that? They were really in the news a couple years ago. Yes, they were. Uh, that's, it's not going to come. That answer is not going to come to me. I'll, just, I'll take the L on that one. I don't know. It's Price Waterhouse. Okay. Yeah. 13 and a half minutes remaining. In 2011, the Oxford English Dictionary added an entry for Dutch colonial, a term used to designate a style of what? I believe that's a style of house, uh, style of architecture. That is correct. Architecture is what I'm looking for. Before Barbara Bush, what first lady's husband and son both served as U.S. president? Before Barbara Bush... What first lady's husband and son both served as U.S. president? Oh, gosh. So I'm looking for common names here, but that leads me to only Bush, Johnson, Harrison, and Roosevelt. Those, it's definitely not Roosevelt. Those don't make sense to me. Uh, Johnson absolutely doesn't make sense. I. Oh, no. Abigail Adams. Abigail Adams is a correct answer. Yeah, I didn't go back far enough. It's all right. Here we go. I'm so hungry I could eat a horse is a well-known example of what commonly used literary device. Uh, that is an exaggeration or a. Gosh, is the word not going to come to me again? There's another word for that. It's a, it's a, <laughs> of course my wife knows it. Um, <laughs> that made my day. Oh, she knows it because it's, she's not, not the one answering the question. Uh, hyperbole. That's hyperbole it. Hyperbole is correct. Nicely done. Yeah. In American Sign Language, how do you make the letter S? Great question. I learned that at one point, probably about second grade, and I've never used it, so I completely lost it. Uh, I, I think this may be the one where like, you make a fist and your thumb goes between a couple of your fingers. 
I will give it to you. It's, it's, uh, the answer that I have listed here is just making a fist, so I will give that to you. Oh, cool. Wow. In 2010, TV personality Joe Frost announced her retirement from what popular reality show? Okay, 2010 reality show. The name is familiar. Oh, wait. Was she the super nanny? She was the super nanny. Nicely done. That's, That's my guess. That is correct. Wow. I did see some of that show. It was frightening. You've got 10 minutes remaining. Though there are certainly more, a famous George Carlin bit lists how many quote-unquote words you can never say on television. I don't think I've ever gotten around to listening to this. Is it... uh, Gosh... I'm leaning towards either five or seven. I'll say five just because I feel like a single syllable word is going to be funnier than a two syllable word. How about five? Unfortunately, seven bit you in the butt again. Seven. (laughs) Oh, man. Nine and a half minutes left. What religious sect congregates in buildings called Kingdom Halls? Uh, Say that one more time. What religious sect congregates in buildings called Kingdom Halls? Uh, That'd be Jehovah's Witnesses. That is correct. Taken from a Greek myth about a man forced to roll a boulder uphill forever, a tough, never-ending job is called a what? So the first name that came to mind is Atlas, and I know that's wrong, and I don't know that I'm going to come up with the right one. Now, the correct answer is Sisyphean. Uh, yeah, that's it. Sorry, I didn't know if you wanted me to keep going. So we're going to move on to the next question. Sorry, yeah. No, you're good. At his 2011 Comedy Central roast, who playfully compared his famous hair to that of a quote-unquote wet raccoon? Wet raccoon. This was a 2011 roast, you said? That's what I have here, but I do doubt that date. Uh... I'm going to pause real, real quick and validate that date. Hold on one second. Sure. I have paused the time, and that date is correct. I will okay. begin the time now. You've got eight minutes remaining. Okay. Um, so famous hair from about that time, I'm going to say Troy Palomalu. Oh, not, not a sure bad guess. I'm not sure if I got the guess. name pronunciation right there. but This is your future president, Donald Trump. <laughs> the national program wow, of okay. Medicare was established during the term of what U.S. president? Can you read that one more time for me? The national program of Medicare was established during the term of what U.S. president? Medicare. I feel like... So the two presidents that are coming to mind are... Uh, Franklin Roosevelt because of all the the New Deal stuff that he was working in. But I feel like it could be related to that. I don't I don't feel like that link is quite as strong, so I'll say FDR. It's probably gonna be Kennedy or something. Oh, FDR is not correct. It isn't Kennedy either. It was actually Lyndon Baines Johnson. Okay. His name was floating around in my head too. 
Six and a half minutes remaining. The National... Nope, sorry. What 80s film is loosely based on events in Elmore City, Oklahoma, where dancing was banned for almost 100 years? Uh, that's going to be Footloose. Footloose is correct. Which writer captured the essence of transcend- transcendentalism thinking with an 1841 essay that advised, Trust Thyself? Oh, man. I feel like this is not right, but when I think of transcendentalism, I think of Soren Kierkegaard, Kierkegaard, depending on who's pronouncing it. So I'll say that. Uh, I couldn't pronounce it, and unfortunately, not a correct answer. It's actually Ralph Waldo Emerson. Okay. Introduced in the late 1960s, anti-lock mechanisms are now a common feature in what car part? Uh, Braking systems. Braking systems is correct. In movies, what actor has twice portrayed Dr. Alex Cross, the hero of several James Patterson movies? I haven't seen any of these movies. I'm not familiar um, not familiar with the series. I haven't read the books. I do think, if I remember correctly, I think he's African-American. I think, Alex, I think I've heard that somewhere, probably on a trivia podcast. Uh, that Alex Cross is African-American. So how about uh, Idris Elba, just because he's amazing? Not a bad guess. You almost got there. It's actually Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. He was in a... Was he in Seven? Is that an Alex Cross? That's not Alex Cross, but that's... Yeah, I mean, it's uh, Kiss the Girls and Along Came a Spider, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, yeah. yeah. Moving along. I never got around to seeing those either, but that's familiar. We are under five minutes here. London's famed Portobello Road shares its name with a popular variety of what? Um, Mushroom. That is correct. What band claims its name was inspired by the initials of a popular brand of motor oil? Stone Temple Pilots. Nicely done. One of my favorite bands. Good job. The logo for the Goodyear Tire Company features the winged foot of what Roman god? Uh, let's see. If that's the Roman god, then I'm going to say Nike. Uh, the answer that I have here is Mercury. Oh, okay. All right. According to experts at Harvard Medical School, which activity burns the most calories? Which of these activities burns the most calories in 30 minutes? Skateboarding, rollerblading, <clears throat> excuse me, or snowboarding? Oh, gosh. Um,. Uh... I'm going to say rollerblading just because there's so much more active movement in the legs. Rollerblading is correct. In military time, what number denotes one minute past midnight? One minute past midnight. Um, I mean, it's going to be zero one or zero 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 one in military time. I think that is correct. Three minutes remaining. Since 1911, which of these states has proudly featured a quote-unquote butter cow at its annual state fair? Are we looking for Nebraska, Iowa, or Missouri? Iowa was my first thought, so I'll go with that. Iowa is correct. When he wasn't anchoring the NBC Nightly News, what former newsman frequently spoofed himself on TV's 30 Rock? Uh, on 30 Rock? What what show was he anchoring? NBC Nightly News. NBC Nightly News. Around the time of 30 Rock. 
Uh, gosh. I'll say Dan Rather. Oh, not a bad guess. It was Brian Williams. Okay. In The Princess Bride, the vengeful Inigo Montoya seeks a murderer who has what? Six fingers. Six fingers is correct. Moving on here. Let's see here. Deadly naders, hideous zippobacks, and gronkles are feared creatures in what 2010 movie? Oh, man. Uh, 2010. I, I don't think I'm going to get there with this one. I'll, I'll, I'll take the L here. How to Train Your Dragon. In 2010, what sitcom aired live in a live episode featuring Julia Louis-Dreyfus as Liz Lemon in flashbacks? Uh, can, you, can you read that one more time? In 2010, what sitcom aired a live episode featuring Julia Louis-Dreyfus as Liz Lemon in flashbacks? Okay, I thought you said Liz Lemon, so that's going to be back to 30 Rock again. 30 Rock is correct. The sounds of what London landmark were first broadcast over BBC Radio on New Year's Eve to ring in 1924? Big Ben. That is correct. Known for its signature square bottles, Essie, E-S-S-I-E, is a sorry leading maker of what beauty product? Beauty products, square bottles, uh, uh, concealer. I don't know. Uh, we're back to nail polish. 30 seconds. Oh, no. In a phrase credited to Thomas Carlyle, the field of economics is known by what gloomy nickname? That's a great question. Don't think I know this one either. <laughs> it's known as the dismal science. Uh, also known as dysmelodia, the medical term amusia describes someone with what common condition? I would say hearing loss. Uh, close. It's tone deafness. Last question. Okay. Sawing logs is a slang expression often used to describe someone who is doing what? Someone who is uh, either sleeping or snoring. Snoring is a correct answer. Jeremy, you have survived the hot seat, my friend. How'd it go? That was great. That was a lot of fun. The, the 45 minutes went, it, that went a lot faster than you might think just listening to it. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. So it's a, it's, it's a different type of environment though, right? Like it's, it's a, it's a, your brain yeah. can start to shut down. Like you, you start finding yourself questioning even the simple answers. At least that's what uh, happened. Mine, mine, mine keeps going. This is more like Jeopardy style questions where, you know, they're looking for more of the short form, the quick answer. I, I love that kind of question. Well, I hope you, I, honestly, man, I really hope you had fun on the show. This is a, I have a lot of fun doing this. I think it's a really cool format. It is, but uh, not it's fun to listen to. I can tell you too. Not not a bad showing, man. So uh, what we have going on right now is this is one of the first episodes in round two of the hot seat here at the Pub Trivia Experience. A uh, friend of the show, Tim Dipple, is actually keeping score for us. He keeps our scores, and we actually have a number of categories that we put our scores in. Let me pull that up here real quick, and I'll let you know what this looks like. And uh. By the time this episode comes out, we're going to have a special episode that comes out of the Pub Trivia Experience. We're going to actually going to go back and uh, kind of crown champions for round one. The categories are... Scoring only correct answers? Or the, you're waiting the, the, the total, answers as The well. total number of correct answers. The total number of incorrect okay. answers. He's also going to score the total number of questions you were able to get through. 
He's going to look at the difference. In other words, what was the difference between your most correct and most incorrect? He's also going to look at your best winning streak and best losing streaks. How many questions did you get right in a row and how many questions did you get wrong in a row? Nice. I'm a data analyst, so that's that's fascinating to me. Uh, Tim does all of that. Uh, and he, he did a great job with round one. He's going to go ahead and do that again for round two. But what we'll do at the end is the people that win each of those categories will get to come back on for a special bonus recording. And I will actually write them three trivia questions in a, co- a genre or a category they're actually familiar with. And we'll actually do that as a special nice. episode at the end of this. So if you're one of those people, I'll be reaching back out and we'll be having that conversation. But Jeremy, awesome. you're done. You made it. You're out. <laughs> so thank you for jumping on tonight. Thank you for playing some trivia with me. Uh, before we sign off for our listeners at home, if you're enjoying the pub trivia experience, if you're enjoying the content that we're bringing you on a regular basis, a couple of things you can do. One, uh, patreon.com slash PTEBB is your home for all of the exclusive content here at the pub trivia experience. We love bringing it to you, but it's also not just the pub trivia experience. We actually house all of our bonus content for our sister podcast, boozy bracketology, all right there throughout the month. You're going to get bonus trivia, bonus brackets, all those fun things that you come to know and expect and all the antics that we get up to on a regular basis, all the bonus content right there on our Patreon. Um, if you can't afford to help out right now, like I get it, like we've all been there. Uh, do me a favor. Leave us a five-star rating. Write us a review. That would be absolutely awesome of you. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Uh, give us some feedback as well. If you're liking this hot seat format, we actually like bringing it to you. Feel free to let us know by jumping into our Facebook group. It's called The Lounge. Fans of pub trivia experience and boozy bracketology, come on there. Give us some feedback. But really, just come on there and hang out with us. Tell us what you're drinking and uh, tell us what you think of the shows. You can find us on Instagram, Pub Trivia Experience, on Twitter at Pub Trivia Pod, and on both of those you can contribute and take part in the trivia question of the day that is run, as always, by my lovely wife, Leah. But for the Pub Trivia Experience, I have been Chris. And I've been Jeremy. We will see you next episode with more than likely another hot seat challenge. Until next time, have a good one.